Hey everyone, it's great to have you with us here on LJN Radio, and you've called up a new show of ours, I Want to Be A, and we'll fill in the blank there with each episode as we bring in professionals from a variety of fields and industries, giving you an idea of what you really need to land these particular jobs and hopefully succeed in them. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and today, I want to be a police officer. Of course, it's an extremely important public service profession that brings with it the element of danger, as well as perhaps a physical and mental toll. However, there's definitely still a draw to this line of work, and we want to help you understand what it really takes. Joining us from Waukesha, Wisconsin, is Brian Doro, the Associate Dean of Criminal Justice and Law Enforcement at Waukesha County Technical College. Thanks for coming on, Brian. Uh, thanks for having me. really appreciate it. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, I'd like to give the listeners an idea of, of what sort of uh, you know experience you bring to the table. So just tell us a little about your uh, professional background and, and sort of what you've been involved over your career. Sure. Um, I'm, a, I'm an 18-year veteran of the criminal justice area. Uh, I've spent 10 years working for the city of Waukesha Police Department and rose to the rank of a shift sergeant. And in 2004, I took over as the associate dean of the Criminal Justice Homeland Security and Counterterrorism Program at Waukesha County Technical College. And in this capacity, we do all types of training and provide technical assistance to law enforcement agencies uh, throughout the state. Specifically, we have a two-year associate degree program for those students aspiring to get into law enforcement. We run the police academy, which is uh, essentially the last, um, the last step before you take the oath to become a police officer. And then we do all types of specialty courses and police in-service training for law enforcement, and that's, that's my experience. And obviously, I mean, that's perfect what we're looking for. You have the experience in the field and also the, the sort of the training side of things and the educational uh, background side of it. Now, I guess in general, when we look back to, you know, basically the start of your career, what was it really that drew you into the industry that maybe got you started? I mean, what, did you always know you wanted to be in this sort of this field? What's sort of the, your thoughts there as far as how you got into it? You know, that, that's an excellent point. I knew growing up as a young boy that I had an attraction and wanted to be in law enforcement in some capacity. And again, just, you know, telling my sisters and my brothers and my mom and watching the, 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 the cop shows back then that I <laughs> always had an interest in, in, in this profession. The attraction was the excitement and what I felt is a profession that truly makes a difference when mm -hmm. you go to work every day. So was that something that, I mean... From your experience, or was there a lot of encouragement from your family? Was there sort of a, uh, I don't know, you know, the, I mean, obviously people think about the dangerous side of it for one, but I guess what was sort of the, the support that you had or, or lack thereof? Well, you, you know, my, my, uh, my mom would always say that I've been pretty focused uh, all along throughout my career, and I never really strayed from that. You know, I kept telling them that this is the profession that I really want to go into and, uh, and always continue to work towards that goal. And even though, you know, they would they would tell me it's a very, uh, potentially a very dangerous career, uh, and I would tell them at the same time it's a very rewarding career because, you know, as I would fast forward my career after college and getting hired, uh, no two days were ever alike for me. I had 10 great years working for the City of Waukesha Police Department where, you know, every day I went in and it was it was a new experience. It was a new call. Granted, some similarities in the calls, uh, but every day was out there. I mean, you were there to make a difference in, in your beat area, and, and I always took it very personally when, you know, there was a, a criminal act that occurred and I wasn't there to stop it. Mm -hmm. And so it, uh, it, it really is, was a great career. 
So I guess for yourself, I mean, clearly it was something that you really were interested in from the beginning. So you sort of had the path uh, in mind for yourself. I, I mean, what was sort of the the steps you took to get involved and exactly maybe, I mean, did it start in high school or there, are there certain programs that you got involved with? I guess what was sort of your path to get into the law enforcement? I knew that, uh, you know, I was going to uh, pursue a degree in uh, criminal justice and I, and I actually went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison okay. for undergraduate work and that's where um, I got uh, a bachelor's in, in criminal justice. And from there, you know, I started doing internships I, I volunteered at the shelter. I volunteered at different places around uh, the city of, of Madison as part of my degree requirements. And you know, I, just, I just wanted to be able to, to, to get a perspective on what occurs in the criminal justice area. At times, I didn't uh, volunteer at a police department because I knew that would be the line of work I'm getting into. Sure. I volunteered at other areas that are tied into the criminal justice field so I could become much more knowledgeable and well-rounded. And that turned out to be very beneficial. Well, obviously, you touched on uh, you know your sort of the the piece there on the educational side in general. And again, we know that you're working with Waukesha Tech, so I mean you have that in mind clearly. But when you're talking about education for getting into law enforcement to become a police officer, I mean, is there a standard route that people take? I mean, does the type of degree matter? You mentioned police academy. What's what's sort of the the general path that people take yeah. when you're looking at the educational piece? You know, th- this is a profession that is certainly uh, needs uh, diversity in all gender, in diversity in skill set and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so to become a police officer, you need 60 college credits. That is the state requirement, uh, 60 college credits. Now, being in the educational field right now, uh, I will tell you that um, students come to us from all different backgrounds. Some of them are actually transitioning out of careers that they've had for a, n- a number of years mm-hmm. because they really, it's been their, their goal to go into law enforcement. You know, I've, re- I've had attorneys and teachers and other professional occupations or, you know, where, where that were being held by other, um, other candidates that decided they really wanted to pursue their dreams and their goals and, and transition into law enforcement. On the other side, we get students that are fresh out of high school that are enrolling in, enrolling in our two-year associate program, which is a 70-credit comprehensive criminal justice degree because they aspire to go into law enforcement. So there really isn't a specific track. You know, you need the 60 college credits, but again, we have candidates coming to us that already have advanced degrees, and we have students that are just out of high school going into our associate program that are also interested in the profession. I guess along those lines, then, um, you know, you had mentioned the idea, you know, the police academy and people hear that, obviously, and they maybe have different thoughts on what that means. But when you're talking about, you know, that sort of training or that last step, uh, I guess what exactly does that entail and and how much is that, uh, as you mentioned, sort of a final step to, to becoming, you know, officially, you know, listed as a police officer? Great question. What we see now is you can you can get into our police academy, and that's after you finished, you know, your 60 college credits, which I will tell you, most of our students, they finish their associate degree, so they graduate with an associate degree in hand, and some actually go on to get their bachelor's and master's before they start the police academy. Again, there's, there's no clear way of doing it. It's up to the individual candidate. Sure. However, they apply to our police academy, and our police academy is very, very respected in this state. Uh, it has an outstanding reputation, and we do get a lot of applications uh, because of the reputation we have earned. 
And what happens is our students, they can get in the police academy two ways. They can be hired by a police department, in which we, which we call those would be our, our recruits. And because when a police department hires a, a, a candidate, they get priority placement into our police academy. Based on the remaining seats available, it becomes a competitive process. So the, uh, the candidate that is, is going through the police academy, we call them a pre-service uh, student. They are putting themselves through the academy on their own dime, you know, with their own time, mm-hmm. and it's, rough, it's 520 hours, and then ultimately uh, that's a competitive process to see who will occupy the remaining seats that have not been taken by a law enforcement agency. Okay. So when you say competitive, I mean, are, you, are they going through different tests and assessments? I mean, physical side, mental side? I mean, I guess that when, I, when I hear that, that's what I think of, but I, obviously I'm not in that field. I don't know. Yeah, what they do is uh, it's, it's an a, a interview process. Okay. We bring in police chiefs. We bring in training officers from the law enforcement community to assemble a, a panel, and, and, and the panel members rate the students based on standard questions and a criteria. Uh, and then the selection is made after the interview as to who is going to be invited back for the uh, a potential uh, seat in the academy. And what we've also found out is that you may not initially make it your first time, but we've had students that have applied two or three times into our academy and they get in. You know, they're pretty determined. Uh, again, I can't emphasize the quality and reputation of our of our police academy at Waukesha County Technical College, and so the students really want to get into our academy. Well, you know, you brought up the you know the interview kind of side of it, and so let's just touch on that briefly because I'm sure people who are listening are thinking, okay, what do I need to know going in there? What can I study something? Can I lean on someone? I guess what's your advice if, if they're going into that interview process? There certainly are books if someone's interested in reading books on how to prepare for an interview. Uh, but I can tell you that um, a law enforcement interview is more of going through hypothetical situations. Okay. What, what would you do? You know, if you and your partner, a hypothetical situation, are out and you encounter, you know, an armed individual, what would you do? What course of action? You know, we want to give them questions certainly that are relevant. They don't have to be in that profession to answer the question. Mm -hmm. But we're looking for somebody that's, that after they encounter a dangerous situation, how are they going to respond? What are they going to do? And, you know, because this profession is looking for leaders, Okay. They are, they are looking for leaders. They are looking for candidates of, of high integrity, high moral fiber, and good problem-solving skills, being able to multitask. You know, you may, you know, you, you may have to drive at a high rate of speed, uh, process information that's coming in you know, through a, a radio or a mobile data a computer. So, again, those are the qualities that we're looking for. So our interviews are designed to t- try to bring that information and that skill set out of the candidates. Sure. Now let's take it to the next step, essentially. Uh, you know, you, you make it through the police academy and you're looking for a formal job. Now, I mean, I'd imagine if a, a department was putting you through, that's sort of the idea is then they get to you know, have the pick there. But I guess how does that work if you're getting through on your own dime or you don't have that backing? I guess what's sort of the process for finding a job and getting a, a, a position professionally once you're, uh, once you're done with the academy? Statistically speaking, uh, if you go through our police academy, our placement rate is in the 90%. Okay. Uh, and that, that's over the last eight years uh, or so. Uh, so the placement is really good. And our law enforcement community uh, representatives know the quality of the education, the training, and the experience that they're going to have at Waukesha County Technical College in our criminal justice program and the, and the reputation that we have earned. 
And so our, our police chiefs look to us uh, for potential candidates. So the outlook is very good. Now, at the flip side, you know, uh, conversely, it's a competitive process just right. like applying for any other job. You know, you have to prepare yourself and you have to, you know, there's more than just earning, you know, the, the college credits and going through the police academy. A job interview process for a police officer job is very extensive. You know, you go through a series of oral interviews. Uh, you go through an extensive background check. You go through a, a physical agility test of some kind. Some departments require a polygraph examination hmm. and a psychological and a medical examination. So you really have to, and I, and I tell the students all the time, if you're really interested in this profession, you know, you have to walk the walk, talk the talk. You have to really make sure your behavior is consistent with what our expectations of a police officer are in our communities, and you have to prepare yourself accordingly. Stay physically fit. Go out there and, and make a difference in your community. Build your resume by volunteering while you're in college and, and, and show some leadership uh, uh, potential by getting involved. So in general, are, I mean, are departments sort of recruiting in a way by and looking at, for instance, uh, you know, your guys' program, or is it more so still the individuals need to be reaching out to individual departments? I mean, what's sort of that process like? Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's still um, uh, departments have different recruiting uh, uh, ways, and, you know, some, some departments in, in, our, in our area they do continuous recruiting. So, you know, they will continuously take applications because they're always looking for great candidates. Others only post a job based on vacancies opening up. Okay. So you really have to be assertive. You know, you have to do your research. The job postings, uh, Department of Justice uh, website posts uh, law enforcement jobs. So that's, that's a way that you can, uh, you know, see where the vacancies are throughout the state. Uh, you know, and they are, they are posted in, in, you know, your, your regular employment uh, type websites as well. You know, what I always tell the students is you just don't apply to one department because you don't know how long it's going to take uh, for their hiring process. Mm -hmm. At a minimum, it could be nine months to a year the time you get through all of their uh, testing procedures before you're actually given a conditional offer of employment. So that being said, our recommendation is you, 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 know, you assertively apply to a lot of different organizations that you feel will be a match for you. You know, whether it's a large organization, it may be a sheriff's department, it may be a smaller police department, you have to fit your, you have to research the organization, the community, to see what is a good fit for you. Well, let's, let's get to that step now as far as, uh, again, you, you know, you apply, you get the position, you've gone through all the tests, obviously. Walk us a little bit through a typical day for a police officer, and, and obviously it's it's impossible to just give a general sort of idea. It could change on a moment's notice, but I, when when really you think about your career or or sort of that typical day for an officer, what does that look like? What does it entail? Well, um, and again, I, I will add the disclaimer that from my experience, granted, you're you know you're you're responding to calls for service. But there, there aren't a, a lot of days that are similar. Uh, you, sure. You, know, well, yeah. <laughs> you just, you never know. You never know when that, you know, that call is going to come in, that real dangerous call or, or routine call. So, again, there's, there's, some, there's some similarities, but for the most part, my experience is where, you know, it's no, no two days are ever alike mm -hmm. because, you know, you're, you're not behind a desk. You're not in, a, you're not in an office setting. You know, the area that you patrol may be 10 square miles or two square miles or one square mile. So, you know, you have, uh, you have residential, you have a community, you may have a downtown business area. So there's always an opportunity to get out and, and build good police uh, community relations, you know, investigate crimes. And so 
it really depends uh, on certainly the or, the organization that you go to, whether you know it's it's an urban area versus a rural area. So, but for the most part, as a patrol officer, your job is when when you get to you know when you go out on your beat each day is to respond to service calls. And you know, and a service call could be a barking dog complaint to all the way to a theft or a domestic violence incident or you know, any other crime that may be perpetrated, uh, you know, you respond to that and, and you certainly, you're in, you, you know, you, you get the information that you need. You may have to do some follow-up. You, have to may, you, you, have, you may have to effectuate arrest. So, again, every day is a different, uh, a different uh, situation. And I do think that's part of the, the allure to it as well. You know, some people don't want that routine and they, they want sort of that, um, you know, just to, to spice it up a little bit, you know, different days that uh, that might come about. You brought up something I wanted to ask about. It, it, you know, it wasn't necessarily on our uh, ideas of questions here, but you brought up you may be responding to something as simple as a, as a barking dog complaint. Please just be honest as you can. Does that drive you nuts as a police officer that you have to go respond because a dog is barking or somebody's complaining about something like that? I mean, I always feel like there's a lot more important issues possibly out there. But you know what, though? I always... You know, as a police officer and then a supervisor and, and now overseeing a, a training facility, I always tell people that is a law officer's job. I mean, that's certainly, are, do those calls get uh, perhaps annoying at times? And, you know, do you, would you rather be doing something else? Possibly. But the reality of it is that's still a law enforcement function. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's an ordinance violation that's possibly being uh, committed uh, or being violated. So that really is a law enforcement job, and and I, you know, you always hear that oh, you, you may have so many other things going on. Um, chances are there may not be there may not be anything going on, and, and so it's still a law enforcement officer's job to act professionally, regardless of what call they're being sent to. Sure. And and, and do you know their best job to resolve the matter or take appropriate action. No, that's a good answer. That's fair. I, I just, me personally, I always, I hear that. I'm just like, oh, really? But Well, you're right. You're right. Some, some, it gets frustrating at times. I will add that. But at the same time, it's still, you know, I always say it's the, it's, it's the pride in your job. You know, you, you act professionally, you know, whatever the call may be. Um, so you still have to do your job. And, and I can tell you law enforcement officers do a great job. And with that, we'll need to take a quick break in our conversation with Brian Doro, Associate Dean of Criminal Justice and Law Enforcement at Waukesha County Technical College on this episode of I Want to Be A, and for this show, it's Police Officer. Now be sure to catch part two on LJN Radio as we discuss the type of personality that tends to succeed in this profession, as well as the type of hours and daily items that are involved. You can head over to localjobnetwork.com slash radio slash list and type in I want to be a police officer and part two should pop up for you. Meanwhile, go ahead and shoot us an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions for show topics. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>